Marc Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching the Blue Shirt Underground show. Today is Wednesday, the final day of January. Amends, amends a month for our New York Rangers. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other window by the one and only, the often imitated, never duplicated Edward Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? Are I'm you doing your, your what? Are you enjoying your week off, your bye week? Uh, not really. I'm missing, uh, you know, I'm missing hockey already. I mean, there's been some sparse games going on, but uh, it's, it's not good. I like a lot of hockey going on. The way it felt to me in the beginning of the week was like, are we all is the whole league on a break? I mean, it was like the Kraken and San Jose like playing some games, and I don't know. Just I like when there's a lot of hockey. There's more hockey tonight, but once it start Friday this uh, All Star weekend or something. Yeah, I guess it's uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or I don't know Friday, Friday, Saturday. I don't know. All I know is hockey's back Monday night. Real hockey, not this bullshit in Doritos jerseys. Mark Giraldi, hello, Mark Giraldi, watching for the first time on YouTube. Hey, Mark, how are you? <laughs> well, the Lloyd Lindsay Young. Uh... Yes, he deserves it. Mark said he's been listening for a couple of months on Apple Podcasts, his first time here on YouTube. Great stuff. Uh, Thank you, Mark. There'll be a little something for you extra in the next week's pay envelope. We appreciate it. Yes. Paul Slyker is here from Portugal. I guess he's relocated there, right? At this point, Paul, I mean, I just a member. Uh, I mean, are you Portuguese now? <laughs> Paul was the the uh, formerly known as Quick Release, right? Was that Paul? You would know better than I. I can't even remember what yesterday was. Good evening, Jared. Good to see you. Live from Phoenix, Portugal. I'm going to stand up already. Canada. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Isn't that pretty? Wow. 
That's from Fanatics. It's a hoodie. Look at you, you spent your hard-earned money. I got it for Christmas. Oh, very oh, nice. Oh, my cash. Everybody knows that. Oh, see, now, now, now I feel underdressed. I should have worn my latest today. You always wear more range of swag than I do. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to surprise everybody tonight. Simple champagne hoodie tonight for me. Ah. <laughs> we did get some new swag this week, though. Uh, of course, Costa's game. It was about 85, I think. What's the how much? Yeah. When <laughs> all was said and done, 85. <laughs> At the end of the day. It's all said and done. Out the door. <laughs> how much is that in cash? Yeah. <laughs> what? You call me an ugly, ugly jersey? No, they they were they started to ask about the stadium. Uh, we'll get in all that, folks. Let's just get it to me. My maybe Mario the Consigliere is here. What's up, Mario? Mario, I love Good it. Good to see you, sir. Yes. Wow, we got a lot to discuss. I mean, I, I mean, there's a plethora of range of stuff to discuss. Maybe oh, it's good to have a Joe. break, Joe. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, sir. Greetings everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you got a similar one. Yeah. From uh Krakistan. <laughs> well, I'm good. I'm, I'm glad for you. Good for you. Good for you. Good for everybody. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're gonna wear it for the viewing party? Okay, maybe I'll wear us. We could go as the Bobsy twins. Oh, well, who were the Bobsy Twins, by the way? I, I never found that out. You didn't know? The Bobsy Twins were a series of books. Ah. And they were, you know, along the lines of, I, I believe they were along the lines of the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew, except these were for younger kids. Oh. You know, the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew were for like 10, 11, 12, 13. I think the Bobsy Twins were for younger kids. Well, I would say, Paul, if you come to the viewing party, I want to know about Portugal. What is up in Portugal? Right. Yes. So uh, I'm glad you're all with us from various parts of the country. And the world. And the world. I mean, uh, this is amazing. We've got a lot to get to tonight. I don't know well, if we, I... We've got a couple of games to talk about. We've got we've got uh, injuries to talk about. We've got we're going to do our midterm grades for these New York Rangers. We've got jerseys to talk about. Yeah, we got it all. I used to love the Hardy Boys books when I was when I was a youngster. Joe and My Frank wife Hardy loved the show because of uh, never Sean. watched the show because of Sean mean, Cassidy. Oh. But I read a lot of the books when I was a kid. Really? That that, that was a pretty good read. I did. I did. Well, you know, when you're 10 or 11, you know, you, you get these mystery books and, you know, the yeah, no. books, they were all over the place, traveling all over the place. I don't know how. I don't know where the money came from. But well, Maybe library. You went to the library. Yeah. Yep. They were just one little thing to finish this little segment off. Did they ever have like, like a reading a certain amount of books competition at your school, like in, uh, in the, what they used to call grammar school. I, I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I believe like so. I lost to a guy named Frank Laganzo, and I'm still pissed about that. Disgraciad. <laughs> uh, Frankie Laganzo, who was a super like nerd maniac, probably went yeah. on and 
became my name is Frank Lagonzo. Some of you know me as Tony Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was no Gaga. Let's put it that way. Used to eat cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Frank Lagonzo used to eat cheese sandwiches every day for lunch. Oh, cheese sandwich, huh? I had a cheese sandwich, American cheese. <laughs> Did you ever read the Hardy Boys number 94, the, the schnooks in the booth? <laughs> uh, anyway. So where do we begin? With this know, you want to start with the games? Sure. We have, we've had two games since uh, since we were last on the air. Right. We by, did the way, a- by, by the way, I'll just let everybody know, we are officially beginning our second year on Restream. I went back no. and watched our. I went back this morning and watched our first show on Restream, where Eddie and I were just completely gonzo over the new technology, over all the new things we could do on Restream and how great it looks. And I must say that 15 years, almost 15 years of doing this, Restream is by far the 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 easiest and most user friendly experience, and we have very few technical problems. Knock on wood. Yes. I mean, blog talk was a disaster. Be live could often be problematic, but restream, we love it. They love us. We love them. Yes. So what games? We lost uh we lost one and we won one. Since we lost one, right. The, the loss to the uh the loss to the uh Golden Knights, which was a horrifying game, and then the win over the Ottawa Senators. Well, well, you want to start first. You want to start with the Golden Knights? I mean this guy owns like, us. That game feels like it was weeks ago. I know it does. It probably was, wasn't it? Rangers like- losing their first game in their uh, in their third jerseys, not their fourth jerseys, because now there are four, but their third jerseys. Well, and I uh, when is this Jonathan Marcheseau just going to retire? I mean, he is just this guy just kills us. This guy, that guy. F that guy, as they say nowadays. Uh, that game was, uh, what night was that game on? Was that a Friday night game? That was Friday night, yeah. Okay. Last Friday night, right? So uh, my band is playing. There's a couple guys uh, from this, the, probably going to be in the chat room. Costa was there. Nick DeCristo. <coughs> Somebody's going to have to do a welfare check on Nick DeCristo with the Rangers. He's, Why? He's down. Oh. He can't even watch. Oh, boy. And they got down early in that game. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, by the way, nine goals, seven assists in 18 career games against the Rangers. I mean, people are getting affected. Their moods are being affected by this. I think that's that's normal. People yeah, ebbs, so. ebbs and flows for the moods and the season, you know. I mean, there's a lot of the blame going around. Uh, well, we'll get to the trade talks. I know you guys want to dive right into that. We got uh, the film. We got footage. We got all that stuff that's going to explain all that. Yes. Uh, so we might be on till three in the morning today. We might be on till three in the morning. <laughs> it's going to be a long show, I think. Um, I, I really thought, 
and people are going to disagree with me, and, and they can blame. Everybody's pointing to blame fingers on Igor Shesterkin. I'm just, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not sorry. I'm just going to tell you the truth. It's like Danielle Stewart said it last week. He's broken. He's got to be fixed. I believe it's all in the head. That's why we're seeing these goals. Everybody wants to say, this defenseman's bad, this defense. I keep looking at the shots on goal, Jim. I keep doing it. But if you give up 20 shots on net, or in that case, how many shots did they get? 19. You're talking about Vegas, right? Vegas. Vegas. 19 shots on goal. They are the defending Stanley Cup champions. This is the second time, I believe, they've held them on the 25 shots in the last week. And you can't win the game. Either your offense is so porous, which that has issues. There's some guys who are slumping and it need to be called. But you've got to win that game. I don't care. I don't care if Keandre Miller is, is in parking cars at the garage next door instead of defending his guy in front of the net. He's out of position. This guy's not... It doesn't matter. The goaltender's got to play out. This guy has to outplay their goaltender every game. Seven, eight, nine. I know you like the numbers. Seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What is going on? Why won't they say it? Why won't the numbskulls on this broadcast just say it? This coach has got to do something. He's got to, A, and that just goes for every position. Everybody's got to be accountable. And I don't care if we're going to, we're going to pussyfoot around and, and and now want to damage his ego. Yes, this is the regular season. I understand that. But this guy's got to get right. Bring up Dylan Garand. I can guarantee on guarantee. this Guarantee. Yes, I can guarantee. The guarantee. That he can do better than 789. Guaranteed. And Quick played decently in the game against Ottawa, but it's fucking Ottawa. He made more than 30 saves. Mission accomplished. That's all I need. Maybe Quick should become the starter. I'll even go there. 29 saves against Ottawa. 29 out of 31. But it's a 9-3-5. We'll take that all the time. That's what it should be every night. Every game, you're exactly right. You want to trade this guy? Uh, trade Chesterkin. Does he have a no-movement clause? Everybody does. That's why half these trades that people propose, they can't be made. Jury will trade him as long as he's not American. <laughs> he loves his American play. I'm not saying give up on the guy, but there there was a, there was a stat during that that Friday night debacle on ESPN had a stat, 19 goals over his glove hand. 
I mean, yeah. come on, ESPN notices this and Ben Wilder hasn't gotten around to it yet. What are we paying this guy for? Fix my goaltender. That's right. You know what? It, I know why he's got a, a bad glove hand. He's lifting that baby all the time. I was going to say, it's got to be from holding the kid, right? <laughs> he's holding the kid. Holding the kid. That's the arm he feeds the kid with? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that sounds good. the kid in the crook and, you know, with the bottle. The bottle? I mean, I don't want... He's got, he's got to get fixed. There's just too many goals that come too quickly. And I know it's it's not just him. But... Are you going to give this guy a contract? I mean, I hate to go to Coastaville right away with this. But, I mean, thinking down the line, you're going to give him a Hank contract? I hope they learn from that mistake. You can win without a goalie. Trust me. With Again, goal. two two goals against Vegas, two goals in 52 seconds. I, I mean, mean, you don't think this affects the psyche of a team? I mean, it's, affect, I, it's affecting everybody. Oh, yeah. Nick DeCristo couldn't even watch the game. He was shunning the game. Okay, you're watching the game? No, no, no. Nick is uh, somebody. Send him a text. Send him a, a message on Facebook. He, he messages me on Instagram. Ah, uh, okay. Quite often, so I know he's doing all right. No shit, Cutter. Yes, you're you're a regular Socrates, which you fill us. Which you well, which you I, we got to we, we got to give Cutter a little bit of a break, and I'm going to tell you why. <sighs> he's been ailing physically. He had a CAT scan. It did come out negative. Well, that's you Make your jokes where you will with that. <laughs> uh, he's been feeling under the weather. So, But they, they checked his brain and they found nothing. It's because he drinks that rhubarb beer. Wow. It's the Coors Light he's drinking up there. You can't live in Canada and drink Coors Light. That's what you're going with? What's a, I don't know. What's up, Nick? Listen, I'm in four fantasy leagues. One of them, I have Igor Shesterkin, who never starts for me because I don't want to see that save percentage get fucking killed as a team. Good to hear, Jeffrey. Why did he lose on badly on national TV? Well, I mean, I hate to be the... I mean, how much have they lost? They're still first in their division. <laughs> I don't think there's any pressure on them. I don't even think they know. Ah, stop it. Everybody stinks. I'm going after Shes Durkin. You want to go after Miller, go ahead. Stinks. It's the only plus player in the world that I ever Ray. heard. He stinks. Ray Ferraro called him out the other night. Oh, now you're Ray Ferraro? You called him out. Hey, hey. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> I'm just, it's not even that it was Ray Ferraro because Joe and Sam were surprisingly critical of the Rangers the other night uh, during not the Ottawa game. I'm just saying that I'm not, I'm not the only, you know, I'm not the only one seeing this stuff. It's, it's starting, you know, the things I've been saying for a couple of years about this guy, people are starting to notice. And now it's even, it's even trickled down to old Ray Ferraro. Uh, I think so. I mean, he's I mean, lazy. I... He's lazy. 
He's the great space coaster back there. I don't know. It's I'm enough. Big, I'm a big believer in plus minus. For a guy oh, logged yeah. 21 minutes a game, he's still a plus. I don't know if a stink player does that kind of stuff. Especially a guy who doesn't play on the power play. He is a Ranger hater, but he's right about Keandre Miller. Like Jim said, the enemy, <laughs> the enemy is my friend. Right. He's right. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to get into this. I totally Joe said something. They, they, they was talking about the power play the other night. The one of the power plays the Rangers had against Ottawa, and I forget what Joe said, but it was really, it was really damn damning. I mean, he said the power play was lost or they were nowhere or something like that. Wow. I mean, he was really, really critical of the power play, and and um, Sam going Sam going off. We had we had Sam going nuts about the about the Brady Kachuk. We got to talk about Connor Mackey, who may have saved the Rangers' season. Oh yeah, <laughs> all I said, saw was Miller Snooks. Connor Mackey deserves the Norris. When I saw the comments after, it <laughs> got sent back to Hartford for his efforts. Mr. Mackey from South Park. Okay. Big Mackey. Big Mackey. Big Mackey. Props to the heavens for him standing up for teammates and taking a beating. Absolutely. Thank you. Props to the Max. But, uh, you know, Bobby Orr, he isn't. Well, no, of course not. But, you know, it's just. But all I felt, all I felt was it's a Connor Mackey uh, parade. Oh, Stop. That's how it was on social media, Jim. Oh, I thought you were talking about our group. No, not our group. I'm oh, social about- media doesn't count for shit. I know. What those people out there say. I, I like yes. the sarcasm that's in our group about, you know, about Connor Mackey saving the season. And, you know, my kids will remember where they were. <laughs> or when, Con- you know, someday I'll tell my grandchildren about Connor Mackey. It was good to see. It was. Hey, it's nice to see somebody with a pulse. That's true. And while we're on uh, disparaging players, listen, we're criticizing. We're in the critical thinking hangar. We're all here. You know who's really is a a real – this is just Diane and Patricia right on – and Chris, I think (laughs) John had said it. The burr in my saddle right now is Mika Zibanejad. I might have to stand up for this. What's with the inconsistency with this guy? Well, I mean, we talked about on the last show how long, you know, the drought that he's in, and now it's gotten even worse. That might have been our last – that might have been two weeks ago we talked about that. I'm so frustrated with this guy. what's the coach waiting for? I mean, is it? You can't bring up the Lovebirds. Shouldn't you? Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about the whole line. I'm not talking about breaking them up, but why are they still, why are they still numero uno? Good point. I mean, if, if, haven't been able to rely on that. I know Kreider had a goal the other night, but that was the first one in a, in a little, a little bit. In a minute, as the kids like to say. But that, that line's not producing. And they're holding Capo Caco back. Well, 
He's got five goals. Three since his injury, since his return, right? Two or three? Is it two or three? I think three. Three, including an empty net. It wasn't one of them an empty netter? Yeah, one was at Dubinsky. 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 Take him any way we can get him. Ups his trade value. People, a couple of my friends were upset, which they're now (laughs) ex-friends, that Will Cooley got put up on that first line there. I think that's a good deal. Why don't I mean I would like to see more of that? Well, gotta try something. Excuse me, you gotta try something. But what about uh well, I mean, on the you know, and then on the other hand, ever since he got put back up on that first line, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wheeler has had Wait, a little bit of resurgence. Has had a couple of goals. His he's got nine goals in 49 games, folks. What's that pro rate to? Yeah, but hockey, Diane, hockey players years ago, they the wives had the babies, and then they left them home to go play hockey. You know, there were there were no videos of Phil Esposito walking his kids down the street in New York in a baby carriage like Mika Zibanejad. Ron Dugay didn't carry his kids down Fifth Avenue in a sling. <laughs> they left the kids at home, left the women folk to take care of things. Put him in the bathtubs, stuff a rag in his mouth. Oh, come on. That's what my grandmother used to say. Crying babies. She was a depression era lady. Put a rag in his mouth. Yeah. Shut that kid up. Stop holding him, Igor. <laughs> you know, now we got sensitive guys with the the paternity leave and Oh God, they get it. They get off for everything nowadays. But I don't even <laughs> want to go into that. What is wrong with this guy's brain? He he's easily could be one of the top ten players in the NHL, or in the top fifteen. He his two hundred foot game is awesome, but he's got to be more consistent. I don't know if it's that ridiculous one timer. He's happy to pass the Kreider too much. I, I don't know, but he's he's a problem. And you're right, Jim. When's the coach going to address it? Now, oh, speaking of which. Uh-oh. I was looking up stats. He's getting up again. <laughs> there are certain people. Uh-oh. Who uh, I respect. But if you think you're going to get away with being extremely quiet and low-key while the Rangers amassed that winning streak. And now that they're fumbling and they're stumbling a bit, that you're going to come in my periphery and tell me, see, Gerard Gallant was better. I think you know I'm talking about, Jim, or it was a lateral move. (laughs) When you didn't say a peep, when they won that five games on the road trip, something they have never done. When they went on that stupendous winning streak, when they were the top of the NHL, you didn't say a peep. Now they stumble, and all of a sudden you're pining for GG. Everybody's ready to pounce. Remember where we left uh, last time we were in Wabbit season? The humiliating loss to the Devils. Where he walked out, no accountability. See ya. Wasn't my fault. I'm doing my job. Why do you keep staring at me? 
Thank you. Uncle Festa. Now, I'm a get. Laviolette's getting no free passes here, as you know, fans. No. You guys, me, Jim, Paulie D, all of us. <laughs> Paulie D. <laughs> all of us are not giving him any passes. Right. He's being held accountable. But to pine for the old days of Uncle Festa <laughs> and his comedy routines, no. <laughs> so, I'm just, uh, I just want to clarify. I got a little, you didn't say a peep. You were like, oh, I'm going to wait to the playoffs to make my evaluation. Yeah. Give it a West. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul D's last show was 30 views. I got to tell you, the power of have, having an ex-NHL player on your show really draws. <laughs> All right. So, but I want to see Laviolette uh, uh, do something. And Lafreniere, trade him too. Bum. You've seen enough. Is that what seen you're saying? Enough. It's over. It's over. He had eight uh, goals like in the first 12 games. He's got like 11 now or 12, maybe. Uh, Mika's have been a Jad, by the way, two goals in his last 15 games. Joke. Uh, Lafreniere, he's playing with that line. That line is the hottest, one of the hottest lines in hockey. He has 12 goals and he's a minus 10. Uh, Lafreniere has. Uh, Two, three, twelve, four, six points in his last twelve games, ten ga- eleven games, I think. Wow! But Dominant. he does have two goals. He does have two goals in the last three games. So uh, there's put him that. In with Blake Wheeler for a player of the month. Blake. <laughs> Blake Wheeler. Wow. So you're down on Lafreniere. I'm down on – there's a lot of players I'm down on. Well, the, I mean, the, the trade – Donnie Brodzinski gets a goal a goal the other night. You would uh, – two. what, he got two goals? Oh, they got a goal the other night. He had a goal the Guy's other night. horrible. Horrible. He doesn't even play that much. Right, Seven different goal scorers the other night against Ottawa. That five-goal explosion. The Connor Mackey-led New York Rangers storming into Ottawa, taking care of business. <laughs> Rough Connor start, Mac- though. Even Zach Jones got a goal. Even Zach Jones got a goal. What's funny is that I was bitching in the group thread because Zach Jones and Connor Mackey are in the lineup and I literally said, who does Matt Robertson have to blow to get a shift in the NHL? <laughs> You're right. Which, of course, oh, he's not that good. He's not even that good. I said, he can't be any worse than Keandre Miller. Stop. You can't tell me that we can't get a, a, a one-game look at this guy. I mean, Matt we, we are the masters at a one-game look. Matt Robertson is not logging 20 minutes of ice time in the NHL ever. Well, that's a, well not until he's traded. And wins a Norris Trophy. They keep bringing him up. They, they don't even give him a chance. That's the problem I have. <laughs> they just bring him, I think he just serves peanuts on the flights. I mean, come on. Give Rodney a chance. Listen, 
John John Cancian. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Why am I keeping Connor Mackey up? I, I don't understand. I know I understand you've had enough with Miller and Schneider. I think everybody who's playing poorly should ride the pine at least for one game. I don't know why it's sacrosanct, if I'm pronouncing that word, or sacrosanct, to bench a player in this in this day and age. Is this some kind of uh, player association uh, omerta that I don't know about? That you can't bench a player for they bench Kako, right? Yes. Lafreniere is sat, didn't he? Did he sit for a game? Sacrosanct was the right word, by the way. Just wanted to let you know. In case you want to use it again. <laughs> you are using it correctly. Oh, I am? Yes, sir. I know if well I'm done. saying it right. I would take Pat Robertson over Keandre over Keandre Delzato. Please. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. He's a plus defenseman. Everybody loves Ryan Lindgren. This guy is done. He doesn't score. He's out all the time. Everybody loves him, his heart and soul. You want to go against Miller, I'll go against everybody you love. He's slumping. He's playing bad. You want to go to – look, you want to tell me that you walk into a game seven, Madison Square Garden – you don't want Ryan Lindgren on your side. You want yeah, Keandre Miller carrying the puck out of the zone. He can't even get past the blue line without fumbling it. By, by the time you get to the Stanley Cup, Ryan Lindgren will be out with a broken foot or a shoulder anyway. They're targeting him now. Uh, you know, I, I you know you're not never going to get a goal from him. Was he got two goals and five assists this year? Which I think is a career high for it's him. A career year for him. Yeah, he plays with Jacob. We don't need him for his for his defense. We don't need him. I mean, I mean, we period. need him. For, we don't need him for his offense. He's not here. We for don't his need offense. period. They better not resign him in two years. Oh come on! His team fell apart without Ryan Lindgren last year. They they bench Keandre Miller for two weeks. They'll win every game. That sounds sensible. They beat the Russians. <laughs> they beat the Russians. Listen, I, I, listen. I, what am I saying? Listen, you really have no choice. Right. What I have to say. <laughs> as long as I'm here. I'm right. Well, listen. yeah, listen to what I got. The, <laughs> I just feel like the guy's playing bad. I, uh, I, I agree he's playing bad, but listen, it, it it's a slump. I don't think oh, it's – I don't – what about last year? Last oh. year you would tell me I was wrong about the Keandre Miller. I he's know. playing decent. He's playing good. I have given him credit when he's played well, but – I'm not giving him credit now. I'm just saying why are we giving up on him. I'm, because it's enough. It's enough. Smartest guy in the room. Smartest guy in the room. Nobody knows what we know. We're going to trade picks. We're going to move up. We're going to trade players. We got to have this guy. This guy. Wait, listen. Can you imagine the conversation? Hey, listen. We got a we got a scouting report on this kid, Keandre Miller, and everybody's like, what the f- 
fuck is Keandre Miller? No, 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 no. He only learned how to play defense like a half hour ago. Going to be something. We're going to trade. We're going to trade all our assets. We're going to move up. We're going to get Keandre Miller. You watch. Smartest guys in the room. Remember how it worked out with Dylan McElrath? Same thing. Smartest guys in the room. What are the Rangers ever good at picks? The smartest guy in the room factory. You're going to saddle with them with their decision? I mean, uh, they picked Alexei Lafayette, number one overall. Hey, the smartest guy in the room they factory, did. you know, started with Glenn Sather, and he's the one that's – he's got Chris Drury now. He's got his little finger puppet doing all his moves. Take Keandre Miller. Take Keandre Miller. And then they go with the consensus, and it's Lafreniere, and he's he's a bum. They go with Kako at number two. He's a bum. Filipino doesn't even know what planet he's on right now. All oh, these, all these guys stink. That's they not can't nice. develop a forward. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But I mean, listen. I'm admitting the guy's playing bad, but they, people want him traded. I, I don't understand people. Why are we trading when they're at their lowest of trade value? Who the fuck? You don't think people have these teams have scouts that see this guy not playing well? We hit such a home run with Keandre Miller. We're going to do it again in the second round. We're going to take Olaf Lindblom. We don't need. We got goalies from here to Kazakhstan, but let's go get another one. Smartest guys in the room, Eddie. Smartest guys in the room. Nobody knows what we know. No argument from me. We all know (laughs) that Glenn Sather has that winning formula. It's worked time after time. I'm still... I am still going to have the faith, although I will uh, admit when I'm wrong. And... uh, I'd be happy to admit I'm wrong if it ever happens. All right, let's move. Uh, so we talked about the Ottawa, I don't know, the Ottawa game, the Connor Mackey infused win. The Connor Mackey coming out party. Connor Mackey has arrived and he's back to Hartford. I think what I'm trying to say is whether they go with the consensus or whether they, they go off on some in-house tangent. Well, they got to move up. Everybody stinks. It's rotten to the core. First place, New York Rangers. Rotten to the core. <laughs> but they, they've got to acknowledge the problems and fix them. That's my problem. Well, now, so here's my question. All right, they got problems. We got to fix them. So what do you do? Trade deadline's coming up. What are they going to do? Wow. They go all in? Is this an all-in team? Does this team look to you like they're just one player away, no. two players away? No. I mean, I don't see this team doing, you know, we thought that, I, I, I know we don't like to compare everything to 93 and 94, but we thought the 94 team was pretty good. Mike Keaton, God bless him for all his faults, said, this roster isn't good enough, and the Rangers made an upheaval of five players at the trade deadline. I mean, are the Rangers really going to do that? They can't. They can't even do that because we don't have five guys we can trade without no movement clauses. So what are you going to do? Are you going to trade Connor Mackey for uh, for Adam Henrique? 
Well, that's what everybody trade? wants. They want those kinds of trades I see being proposed. <laughs> You're going to trade Ty Emerson for, uh, for, for, I don't know, Tarasenko? Everybody wants Tarasenko back. Everybody wants all our old guys back. Vetrano, Tarasenko, Anthony Duclair. We're going all the way back to Anthony Duclair. Yeah, just let it go. I don't want to go back. I mean, I would take Tarasenko. <clears throat> this is a good. Maybe we'll refresh my memory. Did did Tarasenko play? Did he play at all with the with the with the Lovebirds last year? No, no, right? He was playing no, with Panarin. He was, yeah, he was with the. It was. Was it? Was it him and Panarin? Panarin and and what was this? Well, when Tarasenko first came to the team, he was playing with Panarin, right? And who was who was centering the two? Was it Heedel or was it Trocheck? It wasn't because I thought Trocheck struggled third with Panarin line. last year. Was it third line? I don't know. I can't even remember this year's. Somebody refresh our memories. I'm just, I, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't remember Tarasenko playing with with Kreider and Zabinajad last year. And if no. he didn't, why would we think it would work this time? I, I that's why I'm asking that question. I don't think he played with with those two last year. No, I don't think he did either. Do they even have a? I mean, do they even have another winger on that line, or the two of them just skate together? I mean, hands? that's what I mean. They are <laughs> in love with each other. The love words. <laughs> I mean, it works for them. Except Zabinajad isn't scoring. <clears throat> well, the the Rangers are in a are in a are in a bad place because you know they're going to overpay for whatever they get. Now, we touched upon it in the beginning of the show. Two major things happened other than the Konamaki call-up and success. One was that Nick Bonino got sent down, cleared waivers is in the, is playing for the Wolf. Well, is on the Wolfpack roster, but apparently from uh, the my little birdies, my sauces, my ragu, my uh, what else are there, Mama? I don't know. I don't know. Mama Celeste. That's a piece. All right. My sources say that this is just a formality. He'll be signed after the all-star break is over by another team. All right. Um, then the devastating news besides Nick Benino being sent down. And let's face it, Nick Benino, the shine wore off Nick. What would you say? Has been waved. <laughs> Has been waved. Benito, 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 Benito. Benito. Will forever know. <laughs> that will forever be known the last sign of life from Sam Rosen. That's all. <laughs> but even his face-off percentages was dipping and I would have I would have said to Nick Benino, look, we're this isn't working. We're going to waive you. Once you clear waivers, we're going to sign you to a contract as an assistant coach, and you're just going to be the face-offs coach. And we'll lock you up for three years, 
and we'll double your player salary. And all you do is teach face-offs. Why not? I mean, but then it also, like, it's Ron saying the chat room did block shots. Well, yes, put them did. in net. Put some pads on them because our goalie can't pl- block a shot. Right. Uh, hey, wait. listen, I got nothing but good things to say, say about Nick Benino, but that bottom six is killing us. We only get production on the first two lines. The only guys who are doing anything on the third line are Jimmy, oh, third and fourth lines are VZ. He'll put the puck in once in a while. Uh, you got Blake Wheeler, who's a first line player, so that doesn't really count, but he also plays sometimes third, third line. Cooley. And Will Cooley. Right. The rest of them, the Tyler Potlucks, the Johnny Brodzinski, uh, Johnny, uh, what do I call him? Uh, Johnny Knockhockey. <laughs> you know, these guys stink. You, that's why they're not even close to being close from one player, two player away. Well, now, you know, the, the, the fourth line hasn't produced all year. Barkley Goodrow well, stinks. Michael Pecka can focus on, on the other things he does. I mean, I'm big Barkley Goodrow fan, but he's got to put the puck in more. Got to contribute. <laughs> well remembered, Danger. I don't know who Danger P is, but well remembered, Gunga Din and Gunga Tim. <laughs> I don't know. This team can't have enough coaches. Yeah, they should have a coach for every. Skill. Right. Every there should be a left skill. wing coach, a right wing coach. Yeah, I mean they got unlimited resources. There should be a there should be a romance coach. All right, so let's talk about the uh, the injury, the the head injury, which was this was just ridiculous. Of Philip Heedle, he sent him to Chechia. Apparently, the Chechian doctor said he's okay. It comes back to the good old USA and. Second day. Second day. He needs a helmet like Yeah. He needs a helmet like the great kazoo did in the Flintstones. (laughs) Dum dum. Hello, dum dum. (laughs) What what is that all about? What is it all about? I I, what he just get checked and uh, that's it? I I I just think I, I, I don't see. I don't see a path where this guy ever plays in the NHL again. No. I mean, he's made a few, he's made a few bucks, right? You know, go into coaching, go, go, you know, go do something else, do something else with your life. You're a young man. I mean, this is your brain. This is no, this is nothing yeah, to go around with. This shit. You know, the, you know, I know there's been a lot of jokes at his expense, but you know, no, I mean, I got, you know, I take I, care I, of yourself. Yeah, I have empathy for the guy. Be good to yourself. Not gonna, it doesn't disqualify you from jokes, though, that I have empathy. No, but I'm just saying, you know, I think I just think it's time to maybe evaluate the career choices. If it, it figures, the only guy that I have extolled the virtue of his playoff performance in the last three years is him. Running that one good playoff, and then now he's, you know. Scrambled. He's scrambled. But, of course, it was very well reported. (laughs) 
Do that again. I want to laugh. I want a cheap laugh. Yeah, you feel for the guy, but it's over. Now, we got to move I mean, on. He, you know, he posted on Instagram. He promises to come back next year better than ever. But what? He said well, that? That's, that's the thing with concussions, Ron, is that, you know, the, each one, once you have one, you're more susceptible to the next one. And they tend to get worse as you go along. I mean, we've seen that, right? We've seen We've seen players you know, with long-term concussion issues. Uh, no, you can't. He's got to hang it up. Better than ever. You're like seven concussions in. I mean, <laughs> there's no going back. Your brain is your brain. <clears throat> oh. oh, Dylan McElrath, the hero of the Hershey Bears. <laughs> See? Smartest guys right. in the room pays off for Hershey. Right, pays and off the, the AHL. One, that other team he won uh, the Calder with uh, down in the minors. The, the Grand Griffin. Rapid Griffins? Yeah, the Griffins. Right. So, listen, now, I have to ask you this, Jim, because, and I'm sure our great chat room can also answer this. Now that he is done for the season, is there any cap relief we get from this announcement? Yes. How much yes. are we talking? I... Uh, I think it's in the neighborhood of $4 million. $4 million, I believe. Don't quote wow. me on that, but I believe that is what I've read. $4 million. So what do the Rangers have? $4 million and $200 that I work with? Pretty much. Okay. So $4 million could buy you a decent player? Get you a decent player? It can. So what do you guys think? $4 million. <laughs> what do you guys think? is the Rangers' most desperate need. We, I think it, I'll ask you, Jim, this question, because I have the answer for me. I think it's pretty much, but what do you think is their biggest need beyond beyond getting rid of Keandre Miller? Well, I, third third line center and a, and a defensive defenseman. Let's I think are one and one A. Really? In there, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's probably. Uh, you think if they can keep the shots at fifteen, maybe you go be I able mean, to stop them. I mean, look, they they need like they need like four things. They need like four players. Uh, you know, it, it's easy for us to uh, if goaltending. They might need a goaltender. I, I don't know. Okay. See, trade for trade for Terry. What was what was wrong with Mikola? I know that, Mikola that, was, that puzzled me at the time. They had no money. Again, but well, I, the idea is you trade assets and you and you add assets uh, like draft picks to get the other team that you're trading with to absorb more contract. That's how they got Patrick Kane last year for like seventy eight dollars. And guess where Patrick Kane is again? <laughs> he's hurt again, right? Yeah, he's on IR. Gotta have him. <laughs> Gotta have him. Now that he's on IR, he's cheap. He's cheap. Gotta have him. When he plays, he produces, but this guy has become a, you know, Philip Brittle. 
Although he's a lot older, he deserves to be a little more brutal. So uh, Elliot Friedman was on uh, the NHL Network with uh, uh, an unmentionable man in Jim's uh, lexicon. We can't mention the guy's name. And it's not just Jim's lexicon. It is the BSU lexicon. Okay, all right. That man wronged the BSU, the BS universe. Oh, really? Yeah, he used, to come on, he used to come on his show with us. And he was the one that did the podcast on the MSG website oh, with Jim Cerny. Yeah, I forgot about that. So you oh, guys, I forget nothing. You never been. That's oh, you wrong this show, and you are remembered forever. Okay, all right. And there are a I'll lot of things. This. There are a lot of things that you can do in life that yeah, I'll forget. That's not one of them. No, Jim, you are. I You're mean to my kids. You're mean to my woman. I remember it forever, and you mean to this show. You disrespect this show, my kids or my woman, and it never gets forgotten. Yes, I know. And I, I now that you've got me up to date, because, of course, it, you are absolutely correct. I should. So, anyway, Elliot Friedman does two things in this interview I wanted to eat. He, he goes through who might be available the Rangers, and he mentioned something about Larry Brooks, which I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of agree with Jim and, and you guys with Larry Brooks about what he does, but let's see what Elliot has to say. Well, I, I, we can talk about Larry Brooks on the other side, because we know Larry's listening, so Larry just turned his... Larry, yeah, Larry turned you got a mention. Larry just turned his phone up a little bit, because he knows he's going to get a mention, because we know he's listening. I think he's a Patreon. Hello, Larry. Right. Oh, there we go. Uh, let me make sure I got this loud enough. I want everybody to be able to hear it. Let's see. We'll crank up. All right. Take it away, Elliot. First, because most attractive guy on the panel goes first, so I really appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I, the thing that is interesting to me is, you know, Larry Brooks is really plugged in with the Rangers, and he was tweeting yesterday about how, you know, they might not want to pay a big price for a center because they haven't played very well lately. That, to me, uh, like, I would never argue with him. He's really plugged in with what they're thinking. But I do wonder if it's a little bit of a smokescreen. They still have the eighth best winning percentage in the NHL. I know they haven't played great lately. But to me, it all comes down to Shesterkin. Like, how does he play over the next month? If he finds his form again, there's no reason the Rangers can't contend to win that division in the playoffs. So they were already looking for one depth center, like a fourth line center kind of player beforehand. Now with Heedle being out, I think they might be looking for two. And the question to me is how high they want to go. Like to me, a guy like Adam Henrique makes a lot of sense. I don't know if Lindholm, they could make it fit, but he kind of fits. You know, Sean Monaghan, we've all been kind of joking in the last 48 hours that the Rangers and the Canadians are unlikely trade parties because of some of the history of the personalities there. But I think they're looking for, like, someone told me to go watch Tyler Johnson a little bit to see how he plays because he's the guy they could have potentially fit on their fourth line. Now I wonder if they look higher at a Henrique, and I think the next month will determine that. That makes a world of sense, Adam Henrique. I think he's a great option for any yeah. team looking for a center iceman, somebody that's played in the playoffs. He's versatile, mm -hmm. playing very well, too. He's a little resurgence this last season and change. But, Fried, <laughs> Johnny talked about this earlier. I want to kind of lead All a right, different direction. What do you see with the Columbus Blue Jackets? 
All right, good. Get that man's Coach, face. Get Coach that man's talk. Get that man's face off our show. <laughs> Not Elliot Friedman. Not He's Elliot welcome. Friedman. He's Elliot welcome. Friedman is welcome on this program anytime he wants to. He wants to slum it with us here in America. Yes. All right. So, so you know, and there's been a, there's there's been a, a little scuttlebutt made about bad blood between the Rangers and Montreal. Yeah, because of Gorton and uh, Drury. But is that would that would, I mean would that really pro, pro, prevent them from uh, from dealing together if they have a mutual uh, interest? I think so. You think so? I mean, up, I mean, the Canadians are bad. I mean, they're not uh, they're not San Jose bad, but they're they're not a good team. I mean, I I'm rooting for them. I want Martin St. Louis and and Gordon to. Just shove it in Jury's face and save this face. Unfortunately, I'm in the minority, it seems, these that days that I thought Gorton and JD were doing good, but apparently I was completely wrong. We needed Chris Jury. Right. This is much better. Smartest yeah. guy in the room. Yeah. Gotta have Chris Jury. Everybody Gotta wants have him. GM. Gotta have him. Fire everybody, everything. Right. Thanks for the rebuild, the retool, or whatever. We're leaving. You're fired. Right. Uh, and <laughs> I don't, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you folks. And maybe Jim could help me out. I don't know. I know what Sean Monahan is because I've mistaken for Anthony Manta a couple times this year, <laughs> but Adam Henrique, how do you guys feel about having Adam Henrique who absolutely put a dagger in our range of Ranger hearts on that Ranger devil playoff series? How do you guys feel that? Do you think that's a factor? You just want what's best for the team. I'm torn, and it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with that that loss to the Dow. I'm I'm that's that's so long ago at this point. I I don't care. I really don't care. I just want to. I, I just Eddie. I want to win one more cup while I'm old enough. To, while I'm young enough to enjoy it. You know, uh, that's my thinking. But is Adam Henrique the guy that comes in? Is he really the guy that? Well, let's changes? see what he's doing. Let me look him up. Does he? Does he? Is he really the answer, or is he just this year's Ole Jokic? Well, what's he doing? He's got uh, fifteen goals, seventeen assists. Is a third line center? How's he on faceoffs? He's he always was good on faceoffs. Fifty-three <laughs> percent. He doesn't have to play the power play. He's got to play third line. Rock. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. What's he going to cost? I, I I don't know. I I'm just I'm. All right. So he. What about Elias Lindholm? Where, where, where you are with him? What's he all about? He's got like nine goals. I mean, it's not exactly. Is he, uh, is he a two-way? I guess he's a two-way guy. If he's got nine I, goals, I think. I think that the, the if I if I remember correctly, and I'm sure I'm sure there'll be an actually on this. Uh, if I remember correctly, the advantage to to Lindholm is that he has a he has a longer term contract. I believe Henrique would be a would be a rental, be a one year you know one year thing. Nicholas is reporting. But, uh, that uh, Lindholm is going to be traded tonight per Friedman and K 
Kevin Weeks. Ah, going to Vancouver. Oh, see, so we cross him right off the list. All right, so Lindholm. That's the end of his Ranger career. Calgary's going to trade him to Vancouver? Wow. Why would they do that? Wow. Seems strange, doesn't it? Yeah. They'll do anything to get uh, Canada a cup, apparently. Right. Uh, Minus eight, since you're big on plus minus. He's a minus eight. He's only got two goals in his last, like, 10 games, 10, 12 games or something. What did he like do last year? I got I got a feeling this is based off last. He's got he's got he's only got two, he's got two goals in his last 25 games. Wow. Sounds like Mika's uh, the manager. Right. He uh let's see. He has he has been a 40 goal scorer in the league. He did he did do that in uh, well, we're good 20... at rehabilitating a guy's career when he comes here. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the place to come. Oh, we're, we're a regular halfway house. We're a recovery. <laughs> I mean, if you oh. want to regain your old form. There isn't one player who doesn't go out of New York better than he showed up. Yeah, that's correct. Isn't that right, Mr. Nash? Uh, he scored 42 goals two years ago. And he has scored over 25 goals several times in his career but only has nine goals in 49 games this year. But if he's going to Vancouver as, as the great uh, Nick Mar, Mar Jonas, Mar M Nick M is reporting and John reporting and rock reporting, then it won't matter, but he would have cost more. was my understanding because he's got a longer contract. Wow. But it doesn't matter. His Ranger career appears to be uh, coming over. to a, a – Right, it's over. Uh, Jason Arnott had a longer Ranger career at this point. Failed the physical. Failed the physical. We actually did a tribute to him that night on the show. You know what? Sometimes Connor comes up with something. You never think it from Connor because, you know. But Michael Grabner did come to New York and left better. I mean, he went to Arizona afterwards, which I don't know if that's great. But he did come and and, and overproduce, I would think. Or what do they yeah. say? Uh, he had a lot of short-ended goals, I remember. Hold on. I, I seem to remember. Yeah, he had 25 goals as a Ranger, 27 and 25. Right. Had been a 30-goal scorer. And then they trade. Yeah, and then he was pretty much done. So he... Uh, he kind of returned to form as a ranger and then and then of course that they had to get rid of him right <laughs> we can't have that uh rock is reporting that lindholm would have been a rental all right whatever he was an empty net king too grabner we need we need more of those guys so anyway i thought linder i thought lindholm had had another year on his deal i don't know I don't know what's going on. We're not getting him anyway, so I don't even care about this guy. Lynn Baum, Lynn Holm, uh, Lindsey Wagner, I don't really care. Uh, So the other guys he mentioned were Henry. Now, what's Sean Monahan? What what is Sean Monahan bringing to this? Uh, That is correct. Okay, this is the last year of his contract. What's uh, Sean uh, Anthony Manta Monahan bringing to this fucking show? Not bringing anything. If Montreal's looking to get rid of this, why why do we want him? We're going to mop top. He's got uh, 13 goals, 22 assists. 
But you know, if uh, Wild Wagner, Wagner. Joey Wagner, Joey Wagner, (laughs) Jacob Trubis had it again. He's at well, he was. He got suspended. We didn't talk about. We didn't talk about that. Deserve it. Yeah. We want board. You want to? You want to go to the videotape? Uh, be great if I had it. I guess I'd have to find it. All right. Well, you vamp. I said, but we, we get. Uh, I I like Grabner. I, I was a big fan. Anyway, I digress, as they say. Uh, I don't think these guys help the ring. What about you know, we mentioned it before? How about going with going back to the well with Tarasenko? Ottawa's going to be sellers. I mean, they're bad. They're so bad we even beat them. Or we just bring up Connor Mackey and, and again and hope his influence goes throughout the dressing room. I love these videos because these are these are being narrated, so the narrations are always fun. Truba elbowed Golden Knights forward Pavel Dorofeev in the head, causing an injury. As the video shows, Truba and Dorofeev line up across from each other on a face-off in the New York defensive zone. The puck is dropped and Truba and Dorofeev move into the circle to gain control of the puck, which bounces back to a Rangers defenseman. As the puck bounces away, Truba snaps his elbow forward into the head of Dorofeev with force, knocking him to the ice and causing an injury. This is elbowing. It is important to note that we acknowledge that players often accidentally bring their elbows up as part of a natural motion when skating, stopping, or playing the puck. This is not such a play. Truba is not attempting to make a play on the puck, nor is this incidental contact that occurs as part of a natural motion while making a hockey play. Truba needlessly snaps his elbow directly into the head of Dorofeev with sufficient force to cause an injury. To summarize. Okay. He's not, I I don't know. Uh, Okay. He, He got the suspension. It is what it is. But he's not even looking at the guy. Uh, that's part. That's a part. I think he tried to get away with a sneaky. Well, I, all right. Well, I think he made up his mind behind. I, listen, I don't want to go against Drew, but I love him. But listen to the part. This he's not even near the play. He's not trying to play the puck. He's not trying to. Uh, you know, he's not trying to. <laughs> what? Blaine. Oh, Blaine. Wow. I think that's I think that's an AI voice actually. Maybe it's a gay eye. So eh. I think he's done worse than not gotten called for. Right, right. I agree with you there. Uh so I don't know. I mean, listen, my first is always to defend the Ranger. I think he tried to pull a sneaky. Wait, uh, Euro Trash, you think he uh uh, you think it was a little bit of embellishment by uh, Dora Dufiyev or whatever his name is? Dorofiev? Dorothea? Oh, come on. Wait a minute. It's Chris Gavalis uh, going. Uh, is this a troll? <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't think he's. I wouldn't call him a very dirty player. Oh, he says he did oversold it. I wouldn't call him dirty at all. You know, he, he's a throwback to when men were men and uh, women wore double-breasted coats. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> he just, uh, well, he's a manly man. He's a beastly bulging man in a blue leisure suit. Yes. Yes. Someone to. That's a good question, Ron Kaminsky. What? Oh, yeah. Well, then we would have to go actually watch one of his videos, which is really just torture. You have to look through all the ads just to see him. <laughs> He's like fucking CNBC back in the day. Pictures <laughs> everywhere and fucking. Guy's a fucking mess. Pittsburgh's a mess, too. So. He got two games. They won the game. The first game beat Ottawa. That's something. That's something. You know, the Rangers have been. They, they, they're trying to get me to do the. Oh, mercy. He's, he just steals so much video. For, I don't know how this guy's still on YouTube. Was I he, mean, he just steals video from everywhere else and puts it on his own page. That's all they've been. A lot more lax. I hate to say that. YouTube, I hope you're not watching, but they have. Even for the stuff that, like, I'm interested in, like old-time games, like the NFL, there are guys who just posted games from the 70s and 80s, and they don't get any repercussions from the NFL. Movies. You can see a lot of movies on YouTube from the 70s and 80s that for free. I mean, you know, they get around it. I don't know. He, he didn't do anything on, on Jacob Druba. I guess maybe because it had nothing to do with the Penguins. Right. I wish he had, I wish he had a, a we could call in. You see what that, that Jacob Truba did? With horrific. <laughs> oh, mercy. They don't need Truba. Keandre Miller's there and they, he'll, he battens down the hatch. <laughs> so, uh, but I sent you the clip, and I, I, and I don't want to. I don't know if you guys seen this. Maybe we don't have to play it. But PK Sue, although this was the other one, I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyway, the the Truba thing, I think what Jim said, it is what it is. Now I don't know if you guys saw this, Jim. Let me tell you, Jim is doing a fantastic job in the control room because, like, I got to tell you, I never really give him his props on air about. He's running this fucking show. <laughs> I'm just a fucking talking monkey out here. <laughs> hey, you do a great job. But Thank the you. fact that the fact that you could keep talking and keep and keep the show flowing allows me to do all the other things I do. If you were like Dead Air Dave over there, and, you know, you're just sitting there waiting for me to put a video up, we'd have a problem. No, he really is. He's we have such a, we have such a great we have such great chemistry and such a great working relationship but that I, you know, I never give you because you know keep things flowing, baby. I know, I know, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, he, he, I'm chaos and he's the control. That's basically what it is. He's like ape control and uh, return to the planet apes. So one of those apes, he's one, he's just controlling me. Anyway, thank, thank you, John Riggs. Thank you, thank you for the comment. I'm watching this and I'm going, I have to show this to Jim and the rest of us. I mean, the people at home. But I want to know their immediate reaction. First of all, the glee, and then the commentary by uh, P.K. Sluban here. All right. 
A lot of people were surprised with a phone hearing, meaning the max could only be a five-game suspension. In the end, that's exactly what Gallagher got. Five games, illegal check to the head of Adam oh. Pellick of the Ice. Well, I think they're being nice to him here. Uh, I don't see this being a hockey play at all. I think it's a targeted hit. Um, if you see it's 1,001, 1,002, he doesn't change his path at all. That's and the whenever year he thinks you he's see in. a player at any time on the ice take their elbow away from their body, it's usually a re recipe for bad disaster. And we don't want these hits in the game for this reason. You never know how somebody's going to recover from a head injury. You just don't know. And we look Pellick's at already got a history. Of exactly. Pellick's got history for that. We've seen what happened to Sidney Crosby being out. We, we lost him for a year and a half yeah. almost due to head injuries. We just don't want these in the game. You, you can't do it. I'm a guy who loved to step up and hit guys. Yeah. Galley's one of my old teammates. The, the puck's not even in the screen. You it's can't not, even no, see no, the no. puck. I watched this live. It can't happen. He's lucky he only got five. Right. He's ha he should be happy that I'm not involved in player safety. Yeah. I would have thrown the book at him. Had... What's your I, I, had to think, I, had to, I had to put my head down for a minute. Lucky he's not in charge of player safety. Yeah, we saw 10 years of him not in charge of player safety. George Paros' yeah. job, you'd be giving, how many games would you give him? Well, I, I'm telling you right now, it'd be more than five. It'd be more than five. More than five. I'd give That's him, six. I'd give him ten. Give him ten. I'd give him ten because of how many people were watching the game. Patrick yeah. was first game. Yeah. It's Montreal. It's in the open ice. There's no excuse for it. It's Pellet's a targeted an, hit. He's an important piece. Of the, and now we got to you know see if he's going to well, be Well, that's what I mean. It's, yep. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right. Guy has no fucking credibility, though. Absolutely None. zero. None. This is like Dave Schultz telling it. That's a good <laughs> right. play. Right. He's going to be the play of safety. He's lucky I'm not in charge of. Oh, God. That was my reaction. <laughs> Dave Schultz. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. Doesn't he know who he is? Right. Do you come on? How can you sit there with a straight face? <coughs> and, 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 and one point I don't get. First of all, he said it turns out to be a bad disaster. How many good disasters have you ever fucking seen? I mean, a disaster. Just say disaster, PK. I don't hear a, a bad disaster. What I'm saying, also, oh, we'll get to that. Right. I'm just I'm putting it out what there. I'm saying. With, I'm glad it was an Islander. But does it matter when you're punishing somebody if it was a people? A lot of people were watching the game. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, that shouldn't matter. That doesn't that shouldn't matter. That should be called like uh, any game. It was Coyotes and Columbus. It should still be called. Exactly. On the Outdoor Life Network. Oh, I miss those days. Oh, Joe. <clears throat> and I was glad it was an Islander. I'm sorry that's uh, maybe not appropriate to say it, but I'm not appropriate. <clears throat> Adam Pellick, I hope you're out for the rest of your career. <laughs> Whatever disrupts the Islanders, I'm all for. They we are, Eddie, just four weeks and three days away, which is, I guess, 31 days if you're doing math at home, <laughs> from our next Viewing party, ladies and gentlemen. McHale's, February 24th, the Rangers. The Rangers take it. The first place Rangers taking on. The Flyers. The Flyers. The Flyers. 
Everybody knows how much I hate the Flyers. Well, Jim, we I will be at McHale's 8th Avenue, 51st Street. My birthday's the day before. It's the, yes, it's the, it's the Eddie Geik birthday after party. <laughs> there will be raffles, giving giveaways. We are going to give away, I believe we are going to give away a brand new authentic Rangers third jersey. Whoa. Keandre Miller jersey. <clears throat> now it will be Keandre Miller. Uh, Connor Mackey. It, it might be Connor Mackey. It could be Keandre Miller. I have to. I, I still have to. I have to talk to our uh, our our uh, our purchasing department ah, okay. regarding regarding the jersey. And uh, I'm not sure if that person is still here. They were here in the chat room, but uh, anyway. But yeah, that's that's the goal. We are giving away uh, an authentic jersey. Hopefully, a third jersey. <laughs> Connie Mack. Connie Mack. <laughs> I like that. So I hope you can come out. I hope you can make it. We need a big turnout. As always, Mikhail's is a great bar. We love hanging out there. They take good care of us. And uh, it'll be a great time. Eddie will have the Shotsky. Uh, you know, in case you don't know, we have a we have a great record at viewing parties. I, I always forget what it is. That's a, I let our historian Chris Johnard keep the keep the keep the books on that. I, I think it's somewhere around twenty and seven lifetime, Eddie. Right? That sounds yeah, about right. Phenomenal. I mean, it's a it's a great record. If you can't make it, there's no excuse. But if you can't make it, we'll do the we'll do the live stream again, like we did last time. Everybody loved that. Eddie, there are rumors. This is just a rumor, but there are rumors that the great Dr. B is going to be at the viewing. Party. Oh, don't even tease me. That is the rumor. From the Philippines, the Filipino now, pipeline has given you a rumor. Dr. B has some has some back issues that he is flying to New York to, to, to have taken care of. He is trying to line up. He is trying to line up his surgery oh so that God. he can make the viewing party. That's how badly the man wants to be here. That's how badly people want to come to our viewing parties. This man is willing to fly from the Philippines to New York to be operated on and then go to a viewing party. Wow. That is commitment. I told him I will find to him in committed. New York City. I will push him in a wheelchair like a Vietnam vet if I have to. Wow. I don't know how we'll get him up the stairs yet in McHale's, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We'll put him in the dumbwaiter. He's a small guy. <laughs> the dumbwaiter. Do they even have those anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Nine, oh, we are gunning for our 20th viewing party victory. We are 19-8-0. and 0. I mean, uh, Blaine is also having a view party in his basement if you want to come. <laughs> I mean, that is a stellar record. I have to tell you, we have the best fans. I haven't seen Ed uh, Rubenstein in a while. Um, no, I don't think he's been yeah, here. I, I, I miss you. Uh, well, yeah, I'm looking at the we have a We have a 703 winning percentage. 0. 0.703 winning percentage at viewing parties. It's almost as uh, low as... Uh, <laughs> It's just these uh, Chesky's uh, safe percentage. 
Right up there with Sting Sturkin's save percentage. The subpars are. The subpars are. So get that, Larry. If you, right, the subpars are. Just thinking the whole the, all of our stuff. So, you know, if you can make it, I mean, Costa's going to be there. You get to meet me and Eddie. Jen's going to be there. The Johnerts will be there. Uh, Connor will be there. I mean, it's. I'm it's trying a, to get my. Uh, is your brother going to make an appearance? I'll ask him. All right. My brother is very elusive. Um, but my friend Jeff, he's got like a contingent of Ranger fans that go to like as a group to games. And I let him know about this. He was so psyched to get his crew down to one of these. I hope they can make it. I know yes. he said he had to work on a Saturday, but I was like, dude, just you got enough notice. You work for the post office. Take off. Matt Morello will be there. Matt Zenobia is going to be there. Uh, I'm trying Matt, to. Uh, Brett Anderson was talking about coming in. I think he's in West Virginia. Work. He works wow. for a TV station. I, 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 he's trying to be there. I mean, we put asses in the seat. People travel for this. Great distances. Well, because we're, we're friends, really. I mean, I'm all friends by now. It's been you know so many years. I mean, you know, it's good to see the old crew there. Absolutely. Drinking, laughing. Rangers usually win. Right. right. I mean, I wish I had like. There's no cover charge. Oh, right. you're in North Carolina now. Nothing. You were in West Virginia. Didn't you used to be in West Virginia or you or you went to school there? I, I know West Virginia plays into your history somehow. Uh, you went to college in West Virginia. Thank you. I know West Virginia was in Brett Anderson's history. I, I was going <laughs> to see that's we don't forget you guys. We know who. Right, well, man. I will bring the uh, the king's hat again, so you can have the raffle ticket uh, thing. Yes, that was a great moment at the last viewing party. But yes, for those of you that can't make it, we'll uh, we'll we'll live stream the whole thing like we did last time. That was a that was a big uh, big success journey, as they say on the Sopranos. So, uh, but I, I hope everybody can make it. Let me ask you this: Yes, if you had uh, Mister Whoopi or Peabody, and if you had their time machine and you're going ahead a month from now, right? Where do you think the Rangers are going to be? First of all, is it this pre or post deadline? It's probably this, pre. Be, this is pre deadline. The pre -deadline, deadline, I think, is March 6th or 8th. All right. So it's going to be, but we're going to be right on the cusp of it. Well, kind right. of almost. Trades may have already happened by then. Right. What do you what do you think the range is going to be, folks? Jim, first of all, where do I think the Rangers are going to be? Oof. I mean, there's no ra you know, there's no rational answer to this because we don't know. And then, um, I got well, I'm I'm going to cheat a little. I'm going to take a quick peek at the schedule. Okay, let's let's all come up with our summations here. Let's see, and they they got the outdoor game coming up, oh. which they always win. We're gonna get we're gonna talk about that in a minute. We still have to get to our grades. It's twenty five after eight. We haven't, oh, we, gotten, we haven't gotten to the grades yet. Oh God! Did you need something? What's up? Uh, I would check the junk drawer. Then I'm not sure where it is. Right off the top of my head, not in there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Got some home games in February. Devils, Flyers, Columbus twice. Stadium Series game on the 18th. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Rangers will still be clinging, clinging to first place. Barely. Just like they are now. Well, okay. So first place in, in the division. Do you and this is a blanket uh question for everybody. Do you think the Rangers are gonna regain their footing and restore what they had in the beginning of the season, or do you think it's going to be 500 the rest of the way? No, I think, I think what we're going to see is I think they're going to get, I think they're going to, they're going to get somewhere in the middle. I think they're not going to be as bad as they've looked the last few weeks, but I think they're not going to be quite as good as they looked the first month and a half, the first two months of the season. I think they're going to get somewhere in the middle. Okay. That, that, and I and I and I do think, I do think they will hold on and play well enough the remainder of the season to be in the the one of the uh, top seeds in the conference. Okay, I am yeah. I am not I am not worried about the Islanders. I don't care if they have ten games against the Islanders. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Islanders. Carolina, Margaret brings up a good point. Carolina is a very well-coached team. They're right. They're two points behind us. I could see it. But the Rangers do typically – I mean, not always, but the Rangers usually show up against Carolina, and it's a tough game. It's a t- it's always a one-goal game. Right. Except for game seven. You remember when their fans walked out with 10 minutes to go. Yes. Fairweather fans. Right. But and, they're uh, always tight games, and they can go either way. So – you know, yes, if they can I, pull out of this this funk, get the goaltending going a little bit, and just you know, I mean, if you give up again, I've said it a billion times. You know, the team under twenty shots, the other team under twenty shots. You should win every freaking game in this league. There's no if ands buts, candy and nuts. And uh, also, I do remember Sheldon Kanegies and Margaret. I remember him as a Canuck more than a Ranger. I don't know which came first, and uh, what you call it. Uh, Cutter uh, mentioned that he was a Kitchener Ranger as well, and I think I think that Shesterkin will either pull out of this. He's got or, it, or they will make a change. He's got it. it you know, if, if, I think they got I no chance. I said last week, if you know, you give him another week when they come back from the break, and if his head's still not screwed on straight, then you gotta, then you gotta look at your, then you gotta look at the goaltending. You gotta figure it out. What do we gotta do? Does Jonathan Quick go the rest of the season as the starter, and Shosturkin's the backup? Do they split the games down the middle? I don't know, but he's got to be right if we got any chance of going. You know, far. they built up a lot of goodwill and they built up a little bit of a cushion, but it slipped away. So, you know, you gotta. They'll have some decisions to make when they come back from, uh, you know, after they come back from the break. Uh, Blaine's reporting that uh, Lindholm is going for two Canucks going the other way. Interesting. Yeah. So we it will be. Uh, nobody watches your PC game stuff, Cutter. Every time I go and look on your channel, zero views, zero views, zero views. Why are you even doing it? You wasted your time. All right. 
Oh, let's go to the grades. Let's. You want to do here. the grades? Yeah. Or do you want to talk? Or you want to talk about the one other thing that we have to t- that I wanted to talk about? All right. Today. Let's let's save the grades. All right. So, all right. So you want to you want to hold on hold on on the grades right now? All right. Hang on. So the only other thing besides the grades I wanted to talk about is this thing. Oh God. <clears throat> now, again. I will say the same thing I said when they came out with the third jersey, which I'm not crazy about. Now, Jen just got one, and I will admit that the third jersey looks a little better in person than it does in a picture. Well, it's good. She, your, your beloved was wearing it. Well, it was before she even put it on. She did make it look good, though. I will say that. There you go. Um, but, again, I understand. I fully understand that the Rangers, the NHL, whoever's come up with these designs, they're not designing these for me. They're not at all interested in my demographic. They don't give a shit what a 53-year-old man in Freemansburg. They want to, you saw what the model looked like when they debuted this thing. That's who they want to sell this to. They want to sell this to a kid who's always got to have the newest jersey because he's got to get his picture on social media. Look at me, I got my new gear. They know that they're not, they they know that Eddie, Eddie and I and Joe Catroni and, and Bob and, Dole and Bob Dole and Ed Rubenstein and, and Margaret Hurley. Paul you know, they know that we're not running out for these things. They just know. So I, I, I'm not a fan, but I don't know. I mean, again, like you said, they're marketing. Obviously, they're marketing. They showed the kind of person that they want a kid's. I honestly think the I, I think it's I think it's the stripes on the sleeves that 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 really turned me off to this jersey. I like the white, the all white. I like that look of it, and I don't even mind the NYR. I, I think if the NYR was a little smaller and the stripes were just elbow stripes, like a regular Rangers jersey, I think I would like this a lot better than I do. It's always the same with these jerseys, Jim. I I always think they're disgusting then i see the rangers actually wearing them and i say ah, not that bad i mean not like the third jersey i thought the third jersey the alternate retro you know whatever they call it reverse retro whatever they call it right i i hated that but i see it on people i thought it's not that bad i see it on the players i like it on the players i mean i, I know didn't have win. a problem with the i didn't have a problem with the reverse retro i just there was nothing to me there was nothing new there i well, saw that jersey that. 25 years ago there was nothing new about it a lot of people are very stripe uh, sensitive. I've noticed <laughs> stripes. Uh, it just looks. I don't know why, because it's so big and loud. Look, that big NYR. It looks to me like something from the eighties or something. I don't know. And, like, and they're going to wear red helmets with these, from what I understand. What'd you say? Sorry. From what I understand, the helmets are red. Wow. Well... That might, I don't know. That, that might look good. I've always there used to be a red Ranger jersey out there. I don't know if you have one. Yeah, Starter made a red one. I, I thought those were nice. I, I, you know, I don't know where you stand on it, but I, I thought they were okay. They're okay. I mean, it's not tr- it's not traditional, but it's a non traditional setting. I'm just, I, you know, my whole problem with the they are the blue shirts, right. You know, and and it's and it's the same problem I have with the Giants road jerseys. They are big blue. 
And right. here they are in these red monstrosities that they were, you know, they wore yes, red jerseys yes. at home a couple of games way back when, and their road jerseys are red and I can't stand it. It just, it takes it uh, to me, it goes against the personality of the team, the nickname of the team. Right. You know, no, this, I, isn't, I hear you. this isn't red shirt underground radio. It's blue shirt underground. Right. Radio. They should be putting the emphasis on the blue. Right. So the red, but the red jersey wasn't bad. I like the red jersey. I yeah, don't know. Maybe I just wasn't used to anything different back in the day. Now they have right. all kinds of. There was uh, also a black Rangers jersey that they put out that I know a lot of fans hated. I don't remember that one. Patty Duke says she's got a red starter jersey. Huh. I don't know. It's uh it's all and the island one is disgusting. Oh, that's horrible. That, that also made like that also Brown made the Rangers one look a lot better. Here it is. Oh, no. Uh, can't uh hold on. Let me see. Let me find a picture of it. There it is. You see the picture? Yeah. That was it though. And Margaret raised a good point. The hundredth year anniversary of this stinking team is coming up in two years. That'll Save be you. another jersey. Save your fish nagels. See now that they should go back to the one. Remember the old ones that they wore that said Rangers across the jersey. Right. Like, I, I, the I, old timey. Yeah, probably. I mean, those were probably like the thirties or forties. But anyway. Yeah, I. I I inevitably always get suckered into this Jersey talk. I always say, oh, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. But the trend with me is I usually wind up like somewhat liking them. Like, I will tell you, I'm in the minority with the Liberty jerseys. I do not really like them. I like the white ones more than the blue ones. Because uh, I like, it reminds me of Gretzky with the Rangers. That's why I like it. Right. But you're right. The you're white right. Liberty, I, I still love that jersey. Yeah. Um, so I think that's about it. Now we went over the jerseys, the concussions, the predictions, the viewing party, the hits, the dirty hits, the non-dirty hits. Uh, do you want to, do you want to do grades or do you want to save grades? I'll leave uh, it up to you. Well, we have to do grades next week. If we don't do, let's, let's do the grades now. You want to do the grades? Yes. All right, let's get right into it. I have my grades up, ready to go. You go first because I have nothing prepared. It's all going to be off the cuff. We're going to start with the forwards. Johnny Brodzinski. I gave now. I've tried to grade these players on what I expect from them. I, you know, I, I try and grade on a grade with a little bit of a curve. Okay, but Johnny Brodzinski, C minus. Okay. Everybody at home, please chime in your grades and, as we and, do them as well. And, and I'll and I'll give you a I'll give you a little preview. My grades are going to sound like Spanish porn because you're just going to hear C C C C C. I would give him a C minus. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what he does. I mean, that, that, Micheletti loves him. That, oh, look at this shot! I mean, he, he's, got a, he's got a great shot. He got, got two goals. Yeah, I mean, come on. Okay. Uh, sticking with the forwards, Will Cooley. I gave Will Cooley a B. 
I, I do like what I've seen from him. He's not a, he's a guy that doesn't af- he's not afraid to take the body. He's not afraid to mix it up. I, I wouldn't. Been, you know, I, mean, I, I I think he has a real future with this team until they trade him in two weeks for a rental. <laughs> well, I would say that for a rookie, he is a big Dave Maloney board. He has accorded himself well. Uh, he has uh, taken the body. He has made an impact with goal scoring. It's very hard. Uh, when you come into this league and you're up and down the lineup, um, he has succeeded where others have failed. I have to give him a, a B plus. I mean, and I think as he matures, he'll get more playing time. He's only playing like 10 or 11 minutes. If he continues on this this trajectory, he could get some big time minutes with this team and, and even make more of an impact. Right. And like you said before, he's managed to put up 14 points you know, with without a lot of without a lot of support, right? And it's not it's getting goals in your first year, and no matter what skill level, it's it's a good it's a quite an accomplishment. And he's had a couple goals disallowed too on freaky stuff. Yes, yes, he has. I think he's had two or three. Uh, next up, Barclay Goodrow. I gave him a D. Give him a I D too. I, I know he's one of your guys. No, no, I'm giving him a D as well. Uh, you know he's been a he's been a plug and play guy. You can you know he's played all over the lineup at times. Less so for this coach, but I mean this guy is just no production. I understand he's been hurt. He was playing with the fishbowl on his head for a while, but it's no excuse. You got to have some offensive production. Right. He's good on the fourth line, but he's good on the fourth line if he scores the odd goal. Right. And you uh, know. When, when things were good with the Rangers, we could live with the fourth goal not scoring. But now the first line's not scoring either, so it all is a domino effect. You can't be bad. Offensive. Next up, one of the bonus babies, Capo Caco. I gave him a C plus. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you base it on this year, I mean, he, he had a horrible start before the injury. He's come back. Yeah. He's got a couple goals. But in the long term, this guy is done. He his he's not going to do it in New York, and you know he doesn't anyway. You know this guy, this kid scored a lot of goals playing in a Finnish league, and maybe his skill levels just don't translate. But you know if and he may wind up getting traded in the next couple of weeks. You never know. Uh, or this you know he could carve out a nice 10, 12 year career as a third line guy. But I don't know if it's I don't know if it's with the Rangers. Yeah, I. Uh, so we'll see. I still like him. I still have hope for him. But it's just I haven't seen it. See, I, I, I am. I've seen it with certain things with Lafreniere. I really like. Again, it was brought to my attention by one of our listeners. I think it was John. I'm, relax, Blaine. I'm not being impatient. I'm not one of these people. But how long is he has to go? How long I gotta wait? I'm 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 not saying he has to go. I just said he may have a 10 and 12 year career of just being a, a third line guy who plays at both ends of the ice. I just don't know if he has a future with the Rangers. I, I and just, if he doesn't have a future with the Rangers, that has nothing to do with me. I, I, they, they don't consult me on these decisions. 
I'm just telling you what I see. I mean, the only thing I see the guy does well is he protects the puck. But that yeah, does. But that's it. That can't right. make it. You're not an NHL if you can just protect the puck. You got to right. do some other things with it. Uh, I feel, I feel like Lafreniere has more of a. I hate to say ups. I guess upside. What's up, Joe? Several things. Well, but Capo Caco, it's up to him. I go back to what uh, what you call it said about him. Who's the the draft guru? It's uh, all on next, him whether he uh, uh, plays well or not. Right. Uh, next up, Chris Kreider. I gave. That's weird. I gave. Uh, I gave Chris Kreider a B. Uh, well, his numbers are good, but it's he's still he's still too streaky. Still, just too streaky. Well, that's just, just the way it's going to be with him. I, I don't know. I give him an A. Okay. I think he's been. You know, there are games where he disappears, but on the power play, he's such a force. The power play is, you know, in the top five in the league. I mean, he makes that power play go. I mean. You still know. takes still takes lunked offensive zone penalties sometimes. Yes. Rangers are guilty of that. Trocheck does that. Goodrow does that at times. But yeah, uh, you know, he's a B. And look, I you know, I, I was I was thrilled when I went home with B's on my on my yeah, report yeah. No, card. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, Alexei Lafreniere, aforementioned. I gave him a C plus. I uh, I just thought. I thought this was really going to be the year. I'm just going to the dumbest BC grad ever. <laughs> well, he, he's all, you know, yeah. Cut. I'm going to go with uh, Lafreniere. We're talking about Lafreniere. Yes. I, I go with the C. I go be mainly because he's playing with those two guys who are having career years. Right. And he should be have more goals. And I hear these these stats they throw out on expected goals and all that stuff. And he should be around twenty right now. I don't know if there's any legitimacy to these advanced stats, but it sounds about right. I've seen him miss a lot of opportunities, so that's where I am. Yeah, I'm on CC minus. I think you guys you see. Uh, next up, one of one of my few A students, Artemi Panarin. A plus. Oh, come on. You got to give it to this guy. I mean, everybody's going to do the caveat. Oh, what about the playoffs? Is he going to do in the playoffs? The guy's oh, having a magnificent. This is the midterm grade. Right. This End is of the season, I might be ripping him with a D. Yeah, who knows? But right now, this is a magnum opus for right. Artemi. <laughs> I mean, he's going to pass his career high in goals. He shoots more. The things we've been yelling at us, we've been yelling at the TV screen. He shoots. He makes players better. He's made Vinny Trocek uh, better. And one of the detractors I have against Lavernier is because Lavernier should have more, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I, A+. plus. There's nothing you can say bad about this guy. I mean, there may be uh, – you might be doing the – riding the great, great space coaster once in a while, as you say. But, uh, listen, it's A+. plus. Uh, next up, Tyler Pitlick. It's tough. It's tough. Tyler Pitlick doesn't do anything, do anything bad, but he doesn't do anything good. So I don't know. C plus. 
Yeah, I, I guess it's a C plus. I mean, I don't hate him and I don't like him. <laughs> but he, I don't know. You know, I, I don't really see any anything glaring. Like you said, he does I don't see any glaring mistakes from him, but I don't see any wow from him either. He's just <laughs> oh, he's no. just there. He's just there. Yes. Uh next up, another A student, Vinny Trocek. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, and, you know, him and Panarin have completely figured it out this year and what he's doing on faceoffs. He's the faceoff man we've dreamed of for 20 years. Uh, yeah, Vinny is a is a hard B for me. Uh uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with the A. Screw it. All he right. does take the odd, stupid penalty. I mean, that – well, I wouldn't say odd. He takes a stupid penalty almost every night. But he's in your mind as an opposing player. He's chirping. He's laughing. He's got that smile. Now he looks like a try a delicious pizza guy with that mustache. Belongs to his face. Belongs on the, on the, on the, on the, on the cover of the top of a pizza box. Right. <laughs> he's smiling. He's laughing. He looks like he's – a real ranger now. He's engaged uh, uh, with the other teammates. I feel like he's part of the team. The face-offs, uh, the points. I mean, he blinks. He's he's starting, stopping. Yeah, <laughs> he is one of the. I mean, he's one of the leaders on this team. You know, he's one of the last guys off the ice. You know, he's ingrained himself with the Lovebirds. Yeah, he has. Snappy uh, dresser. Yeah, I mean, this might be his career year with the Rangers. So, right. I, I give him an A. Uh, next up, Jimmy Funyuns. Jimmy Vesey. I don't know. Jimmy Vesey is – I don't know how good he would be on any other team. But on the Rangers, he gets his chances. It, and he's got some goals. Yeah. I, I gave him a B. I've I mean, always like- I've always liked him. I liked him his first time here. You know, it's it's not his fault that he was treated like, you know, some second coming, you know, blue chip prospect, which he really wasn't. No. You know, he's another guy. You can kind of plug and play him around the lineup wherever they need him. He kills penalties. He does it all. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's in the middle of it. He's always in the thick of it. Doesn't make a doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I like him, you know, and I still go back to four or five years ago when he played with teeth embedded in his lip. Give me a yeah. guy like that. I'll go to war with a guy like that any day. Yeah, I think he. he, he I think he's good. Uh, next up, the aforementioned Blake Wheeler. I gave well, him. A C. I gave him a C plus. It's very. He is the. As we say, the target. Right. He's got that target. I mean, I've heard more nicknames for this guy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, the guy the guy was brought here. To, he wasn't brought here to play on the first line. And that's just where he's wound up now. That's not really his fault. But he came cheap. He's got 20 What's points. He? I mean, is he on like a 15-goal pace? I mean, I thought he'd be yeah, a little bit like that. 20 to 25. I'd give him a C. I'm not going to kill the guy for being slow old and slow. I mean. Again, you know, they got him on the cheap and he's doing a lot. He's doing more than we thought he was going to be asked to do. Yes. Yes. Right. The Rangers have brought him in to fill a role that he shouldn't be filling. Uh, Next up, 
last forward on the list, number 93, Mika Zabinijad, C minus. I'll go with just a C. Mika has just been, I, I, like I said, when I went on my uh, stand-up rant before, I think I stood up for it at least. Guy's got to be better. He can't be this streaky. That first line, like you mentioned with Kreider, it's got to be some consistency on this line. I mean, why can't we find a right wing that can play? Uh, wow. Diane coming in with the D minus for Mika. I don't know. He kills penalties. He plays the power play. The power play is really good. His face-offs have gotten better, right? I mean, yeah, I think so, but I'm not yes. sure. And so, maybe he needs a haircut. I don't know. Shave I, his head. Shave his head. We shave don't his know. head. He's a very – if they don't have Mika Zabinijad in the lineup nightly, they're in a whole lot of trouble because they can't kill penalties worth of shit when he doesn't play. He's, Power he's play really – Unquestionably one of the uh, one of the best 200-foot players on the team. Well, if not, you know, if not the league, I, I, the only reason I, I, I give him a C, Blaine, is because we really rely on him, and 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 his regular seasons, just I don't know why he takes the first three weeks off uh, every he's, year. He's the first line center. We should be tough on him. Yeah, There's lots expected of him. That's true. John makes a good point. 8.5 million. You got to show up. Right. Uh, okay. Now we move on to the defense. First up, Adam Fox. I gave him a B. Yeah, I'm going to go with a B minus. I feel like the uh, the injury, it took him a while to come back from. Um, he's made some he, he's made some defensive mistakes that are really, in my opinion, unexpected from him, uh, especially with this coach. You know, I thought his defensive game would improve. But it um, hasn't. No, it's regressed a bit. A little bit. He does have he's got eight goals, twenty nine assists. Uh you know, I, I That's think that's pretty decent. I mean, you know, around a B. I mean, he makes the power play go. Uh well, I say that about every guy. Kreider plays the power play Galvico, but that unit of five is, you know, with Panera makes it a sick power play. One of the better uh, ones I've seen. Next but he has made some stupid mistakes that you just like, what? Was that Adam Fox? <laughs> you know? But his good far outweighs his bad. So I'm in B range with him. Uh, oops. Hold on. Sorry. Give me one second here. Insert. There we go. Uh Next up is Eric Gustafson. I gave Eric Gustafson a C plus as well. Again, this is a guy that they got on the cheap, and they've asked him to do way more than we expected. And uh, um, but I, I think he reminds me of how the team has gone. Got off to a hot start, and now. I don't know if it's being paired with Schneider on that third pairing, but it's come back to earth. And I'm hoping that it comes back up like the team. Right. Uh, but again, you make a good point. He's being asked to do things, at least when Fox was injured, that any he, he succeeded in that. So, but I feel like his play has is, is not been great lately. 
Right. And again, like I said, C plus he, you know, another guy they signed on the cheap and has done, uh, they've asked him to do a lot more than I think what they originally thought. I mean, he's been, he's been on the first line pairing at times, you know, with the injuries to Fox, the injury to, to um, Lindgren was out for a game or two. And so, you know, I don't, I, I thought a C plus was pretty fair for him. Uh, next up, Zach Jones. I just gave him an incomplete as we've seen. Like, yeah, three I mean, I'm glad he scored a goal the other night. Uh, yeah, I but, but has- I don't, I don't, I, I finally come to the realization. I just, I'm going to have to acquiesce with you guys. I just don't see it. I, I don't, I don't see the other part of his game, which is defense. And I don't really see that dominating offense that you need to play in this league in order to be poor defensively. So, right. and he, he's just a minus all the time. I, 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 I'll give him an incomplete too, but I, if I was being fair, I'd give him a D. But incomplete. I haven't seen really enough of him. Uh, next up, Ryan Lindgren. I gave Ryan Lindgren a B, uh, a B. I'm gonna see. I don't think he's been who he's been. I I gave him a C. Okay. Uh, I just don't see. He's been battling through injuries, and these guys are targeting targeting him, which is no fault on his play. But I think it's finally starting to catch up with him, and I think players around the league are starting to realize this. Okay. Uh, Next up, Keandre Miller. Oh, I'll go first on this. I give him a D. Uh, he's been really bad. His the the problem is his head is not in the game. It's just not in the game. He doesn't. He what he he realize he doesn't realize the situational play when you're up, when you're down, when to take chances, when not to take chances, and he relies too much on that poke check. He's got, I said this on a couple shows back. I might have said it on the Patrick. He's got to square up to the, and control his gaps and then <laughs> square up and hit the guy. Use your body first. You can't just be turning already. For, so when the guy blows by you to, uh, to stick check the guy, to recover. He's already in recovery mode. You want to go to recovery mode, go to uh, the rehab. Uh, we don't need you here. Uh, but he's got seven goals. I think he's a uh, he. He's got to get straightened out. But right now, I'm going. I'm going f- far. Going truthfully, I'm not doing it in a fandom way because I am rooting for the guy. Of it's course, a it's a D. I can't give him an F. The guy plays I, twenty minutes and he's a plus. I, I gave him. I gave him a D as well, which is ironic because that's what he's horrible at. I'll say this about Keandre Miller. If you lined up, if, if you had the puck behind your net, if the Rangers had the puck behind their net and you were going to have a guy skate from one end to the other end of the ice, I'm not sure anybody would look better doing it than Keandre Miller because he can skate and he can move. He is a swift, he is fun to watch when he has the puck by himself. He is a smooth skater, as smooth as the Rangers have ever had. But he is an absolute nightmare in his own end, and I maintain that he is a lazy player. 
Therefore, he is a D. I don't think it's an I just I think he's just mentally stupid. Well, he I, reminds me. This is this is what I was making. Everybody was talking about. I don't want to get sidetracked with the Taylor Swift shit. But the whole thing with the Chiefs and the Ravens. Ah, every player, NFL player, loved Lamar Jackson. He's a baller, all this thing. He's this and this and that. But it comes down to you don't win with style points. Kyle, uh, Keandre Miller, like you described that, like a goal <laughs> he could score, he looked beautiful. <clears throat> but you got to be a you got to be a gamer. You got to have the mental fortitude. Athleticism is only going to get you so far, and I don't think he's there. I think he's regressed tremendously. I know a lot of people didn't like him last year. I thought he had a pretty good season, but uh, he's I, made I, a lot of dumb plays. I think John Riggs so hits it on the head. It's a low hockey IQ. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they've got bad D coaching. Everybody was I, again. Give me get, if they were facing fifty shots a night, I would say yeah. But if they face up nineteen shots, you can't tell me about the quality because everything goes in. When Chester plays, everything goes in. So I, I don't know who to blame. It's the gang who couldn't shoot straight. Uh, hang on one second. Next up, I'll tell you what. Next up is Braden Schneider. Why don't you go first on Schneider? Because I'm looking. I'm going C minus. I don't think I, I, I don't see any progression anywhere with this guy. I was had such high hopes for this kid. Um, you know, we were calling him baby troops last year. Uh, you know, I I just don't see it. I, I, I mean, he shows flashes. I don't know if he's because he plays on the third pairing. Uh, but he's he's looked made more bad plays than good plays this year. I gave Braden Schneider a C minus. He was I he was one of the guys I really had high expectations for this year. I really thought this was going to be the year where he kind of put it all together. And I'm I, I I made excuses the first couple of months. I thought it was his partner. You know, I thought the different partners were kind of messing with his head a little bit, but. I, you know, I just don't see it night uh, on a nightly basis. He's got three goals, which is better than Ryan Lindgren. <laughs> but I did think we'd, we'd see more. Now, just to answer, the, to go back to the previous question about Phil Housley, the Rangers are sixth in the league at shots against per game. So defensively, something's working, right? Right. They're sixth best. Six best. Right. So is it that the defense? And so I feel like the de- there's what, 31 teams now or 32? I keep forgetting. 32. They just added another one as we spoke in Spokane. <laughs> All right. There's 32 teams at least. You're six best in giving up shots. You for- Yeah, you forgot, you forgot Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> so... Look to the look to the goalkeeper. Look to him. I don't have time now, but if I could look up at the matchups that goalies he went against and lost to. Oh, it's yeah, we we went through that last week. It's a disgrace. Three of the three of the top six teams in the league at shots against per game are in the Metro Division. Wow. The Devils? Not the Devils. Not Devils were eleventh. Carolina, Flyers, and then the Rangers. Dr. B is getting depressed from our ratings. 
And we're number one in the division. We're number one in the league. Or in the division, excuse me. Uh, Jacob Truba. A game in A. Like it B territory. Give me the guy out there who's leading the league, you know, hits, block shots. He's the only guy in the league with over 100 block shots and 100 hits or whatever. I don't know. Guy's a, he's a, he makes game changing hits and he's a villain. He's a player the Rangers have rarely had in their history. You're doing good. You're doing good and convincing me to hear to go to an A. I guess I got to go to an A after you convinced me with that. I think I wish Jacob would get more offense, not for the lack of trying, but I think he's capable of more offense, but he doesn't get power play time. So, I mean, or it's very three goals, three goals, 16 assists. Yeah, he should be better than that. You, you, you'd like to see him finish the year with, you know, 10, 12 goals. Yeah, probably. yeah. I mean, but, but, but again, you know, he is he is a game changing defenseman like the Rangers have rarely had. And he's a great captain. So I got to go with the A. So I'm going with the A. You convinced me. All right. I brought you in. All right, last up are the goaltenders. We'll start with Jonathan Quick because I think that one's easy. Jonathan Quick, you get an A. You are you are the biggest surprise to me on this team this year. Pleasantly think, surprised, as our Frankie once said. Yes, pleasantly surprised. Definitely giving him an A. I, I don't mean, think he's continue going to continue to be an A, but until he proves me wrong for a backup I mean, goalie for nothing. Go back to go back to September thirtieth. And think of how panicked, panicked this fan base was over Jonathan Quick. Panicked, Eddie. That's true. And I said, I'm not worried about the backup goaltender. Because at the time, I wasn't worried about the backup goaltender because, and I quote, (laughs) I said, we have the best goaltender in the NHL. Listen, I know the guy, if... I, I, yeah, yeah. If you again, you only need a certain amount of starts from your backup. Not you know, if you had Shesterkin playing like he's supposed to play, and you're right, I he he's definitely I definitely was pleasantly surprised. Yes, even over the last surprised. yes, even over the last five games, Mike, he's given up he's given up two goals, two goals, three goals, three goals, four goals. Yeah, that's all you can ask for your backup. And, and, and like a uh, previous chatter said, we all thought he was toast. The whole league thought he was toast. Right. This fan base was panicked over the backup goaltender. What are we going to do? We're going to need a backup goaltender. Now we need a backup for the backup. Yeah, we need a lockback. <clears throat> I wouldn't bring up Louis Deming. I would bring up the kid. Just rattle yeah, his I mean, We didn't even mention it. Well, yeah, we talked about Dylan Garan, but Louis Domingue gave up. Got a, a, what? Spicy pork. He had a shutout or or gave up one goal? Right? I think it was a shutout, wasn't it? They never shut up. Against, was it the... Now I'm, forget, I'm forgetting. One game. No, it wasn't a shutout. He gave up one goal. Oh, okay. Against Who Minnesota. Minnesota. And then you've got last quarter one back in November. Last but not least, 
the Igor Shesterkin. Igor Shesterkin. I gave him a C minus. You know, I, I know there's, I know the reactionary fan wants to give him a D and say he sucks, and but but he is still 19, 12, and one. I, I know. I'm I know. a reactionary fan. I, I know. He's I, I a D. Okay. And look, I, I don't, I'm not D. arguing. I'm not arguing. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. You brought I yourself know. to do it. That's fine. Well, what did you say? 16 shots over his glove hand have gone in? 19, I think they said. 19. I mean, it's a joke. I expect this guy to be rock solid, and he hasn't been right for a while. So I know we all got love for him. I love him even more when he starts playing like a freaking goalie, a starting goalie. He's costing this team wins. We got the sixth best defense against shots against, and you got a guy with like a 902 save percentage. 90210. Save percentage. And in, in his just his January starts. Six goals against, one goal against, and that was Chicago, so that gets an asterisk. Five goals against Vancouver, four against St. Louis, one against Washington, two against Seattle, four against Vegas, two against Anaheim, three against the Sharks, four against Vegas. And his save percentage, Eddie, I know you're going to love this. Uh, Three games in January – under 800, not 900, 800, 800. So don't be right, me letters. And and in January, Eddie, you're going to love this. Three games over 900. I mean, come on. Only three. Well, we can't, we, you know, we can't give up on him. We just, he's no, just got to be better. That's it. I mean, that's, you know, I'm rooting for him, but the, these fans, I think most of us are on board. We know he's struggling, but there are going to be people that just, uh, you know, just are not going to admit it. They're going to point at other people. So that's where I am with him. Now let me give you uh, this one. The coach, Peter Laviolette, what are you giving him so far? Hadn't thought about that. Uh That's tough. A B. Yeah, I know they're in first place, but they were first place. I mean, they they had success under. I like Laviolette, but I, now when you see the uh, the struggles, I want to see more remedies. Right. I want to see the sitting, but you got to be amazed by the start that they got. Uh, he looks like he he knows what he's doing. He comes out, talks to the press. I don't know if that counts. Uh, Joe Catroni gave him an F minus. He must have been conducting uh, his uh, serve uh, his grades with uh, the great John G. Talbot. Um, but I give him like a B minus. Uh, he answers the questions. I don't know if this is part of your job, but the, you know, compared to some of the other guys we had in here, everything is a mystery. I don't know. So, 
So you're in a B minus area? B, B minus, yeah. I am, um, I, I, as, as monotone and as, uh, as he is, and I mean, he's not, um, you know, he, he's not a very bubbly personality when he speaks. No, but he, I still find him interesting to listen to because I do feel like you're, you're, you're somewhat picking his brain when he talks about the games, you know, when he talks about practice, practice. Uh, you know, I feel like you're getting some insight into into what's going on, what they're trying to teach. Maybe they're not accomplishing it, but what they're trying to do, what they right. want to do. And, and, you know, when he tells you what's going wrong and what they, you know, I feel like I'm learning something anyway. I don't know. I'm still on board with him. Yeah, I'm still on board with him. I haven't lost hope. I mean, it seems like there is some rhyme or reason. Maybe the Rangers don't execute it, but there seems to be. I mean, he's got the playing defense. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Uh, they're probably not as good as they looked the first seven weeks of the season. They're not as bad as they looked the last four weeks. Yeah, they're somewhere, they're somewhere in, between. in between. Yeah, and I think that's the way. I think that's what we're going to see the next. You know, the rest of the season. I, I don't uh, – wow, it's quarter after nine. Uh, I don't think um, – I, I wouldn't go nuts at the trade deadline. So you just think Stan Pat and – I don't know about Stan Pat, but I, think the, I, I think the cost is going to be awful high for what they really need. So, so if so, anybody asks for Brennan Othman, you're like, no, that's no. – No, I'm not – I mean, you know, that's another thing that we haven't really talked about. You know, this team is is two, three years, whatever, from that letter. Uh, how many years since the letter now? Five years. But this team went into a rebuild and still have, have hardly any players under the age of 30. How the hell did that happen? Well, because Filipino is now brain injured, which started at 17 or 18. I mean, we got Johnny Brzezinski's 30, Goodrow's 30, Kreider's 32, which I can't believe because I stood next to him at the draft. Panarin's 32, Pitlick's 32, Trocek's 30, Vizzi's 30. Wheeler's 37, Zabinajad's 30. Yeah. Where's my rebuild? <laughs> yeah, really. Blake, Wheeler. I mean, they're young on defense. But you know, we got we got three forwards on the roster under the age of under the age of 30. Right? Three three forwards. Or four. No, three. Sorry. Three. Only so over. Where's my rebuild? Yeah. Where's the youth movement? Well, that's what the, what you call it, uh, Larry Brooks was writing about today. Because Menko had gone about to tomorrow. Play. Tomorrow he'll do report cards. Wow. Apparently, Ed Rubenstein is reporting that uh, Andre Kuzmenko, the much maligned Andre Kuzmenko, has been sent to the Flames. I So, talented player, but he's been riding the pine. For Vancouver. So, all right, Jim, I've got a mambo. I my my throat is hurting. We've done two two hours and fifteen minutes of commercial free program. Where I mean, listen, that that any box shit shreds my throat, but this this is almost the same. So, yeah, you know, so. Uh, you know that's that's where we're at. We get back to it Monday night. 
taking on uh, Colorado at the Garden, then then the Lightning, and then they go to Chicago. Well, let's hope they could turn it around, guys. Thank you so much for showing up here tonight, man. I appreciate it. Not just so, you, Eddie, Jim, how about everybody. I mean, you want to come back Tuesday next week? Uh, Tuesday's no good for me. All right, then how about Thursday? Thursday's good for me. All right, Thursday, that's February 8th. That should be good. Okay. Thank so you, Peter. Thank Thursday you, Patty night. Duke. Thank you, guys. Thank you all oh. for being here. We had, we had a big crowd tonight. Yeah. We, we love it. And uh, we'll have the show up on iTunes for you tomorrow. Uh, and don't forget the viewing party coming up on the 24th. So we're looking forward to that. Enjoy the All-Star game if you watch it. And if you don't watch it, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Either. All right. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Blaine, with all that coke. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being here. Eddie, always a pleasure. Take care, my friend. Always a pleasure uh, talking Rangers with you. And uh, I won't be watching that All-Star game, I can tell you that much. I don't think I watched the game last year. I watched a little bit of the skills competition. But whatever you, you want to watch it, watch it. Go ahead. Don't bother me. Thank, Thank you, you Peter. Peter. We appreciate it. Thank you, Margaret. All right. Chris, yes. love you, man. Don't Take forget care. to uh, sponsor the show on Patreon if you're so inclined. The link is down below us there. Oh, actually, it's not tonight. Uh, www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground show sponsor the show we love you take care everybody good night let's go rages